welcome to Wine, Spirits, and Witches. That was pretty good. <laughs> this is Monica. And this is Shauna, and we're your High Priestess for this evening. We're back recording on Zoom because we are still in our COVID pandemic, and I am really excited about how synchronized that little intro was just now. So, tune yeah, it's pretty, pretty hard to do. It's pretty hard to do. We nailed it. Um, speaking of witches, we are joined by our amazing astro witch, Taddy McCoy. Hello, everybody. Hi, Taddy. How are you doing tonight? Doing awesome. How are you doing? Yay. Yay. Good for you. Good to see you. What is that? Okay. That's my phone. Oh. Let me shut it off. Uh, okay. I got it off. It's coming out of this. this iPad thing. That's a fucking regal spirit. Did you yeah. hear that? <laughs> I guess it could be worse. It could be like the Halloween music or something instead. Today we are talking about the astrology for June. We are. And I'm excited and terrified because we have a bunch of things that are we're already in the middle of that I think we're all trying to get our head around. Yes, I'm really excited to share with everybody and when I say excited I mean let's all take a seat let's put on our seat belts uh -oh. press, and we're gonna get ready for June everyone yeah. grab a glass of wine grab a glass of wine right I don't drink wine so not grabbing that <laughs> you grab your Baileys instead I'm not drinking tonight I'm allergic, so I'm going to kind of stay in the neutral vein tonight. So tonight yeah. we are, instead of being wine spirits and witches, we're water spirits and witches? <laughs> yes, for um, sure. Every witch kidneys will be very happy. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So we're going to take deep breaths. We're going to buckle up. I'm going to go grab my favorite little security blanket to cuddle up with for the month, and I'm not just going to have water, but also wine at the ready. So, uh, hit me with your best shot, Miss right. McCoy. What's up? Here's here's what's going on. We had a theme going on in May, mm -hmm. and that theme was we had a lot of retrogrades that happened that centered around relationships, money, work, and opportunities. Those planets are still in retrograde, and we also had a theme of being realistic, having realistic thought patterns about how we function in relationships and how we function with money so that we didn't delude ourselves. Well, theme this month for June is intensity. And oh, God. <laughs> Yay! As witches, change does not have to be a scary word. This is true. And as witches, we know that intensity can help, you know, give some rev to our rituals and to our work and to our spell crafting. So um, let's just jump in. Um, basically, what's going to happen in June is that it's basically without being in the middle of the plague and being on the this really strange thing that we're all not used to, um, a couple times a year we find ourselves in eclipse season. And eclipse season is just regular 
twice a year intensity. And that's, we're coming into an, uh, an intense eclipse cycle. Typically we have two eclipses that happen. And then six months later, we have two more eclipses, but we're really lucky because we're going to have three eclipses. I really need to get one of those party like noise noise yes. horns for every time you say something sarcastic like that um i will put that on my list of shit to gather for props for the show but real quick what we're talking <laughs> about season is this something because i feel like at least since i've noticed eclipse season which hasn't been very long i feel like it's always seems to be in the summer is that a thing is it is there like a marked time of year that we tend to see this um, so the way that eclipses work is that they they go in pairs. Mm-hmm. So we we will have eclipses. It happens to be right now in June, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna have two in June and one in July. But usually six months later, there's gonna be another two. Okay. So that's gonna be mm. December. You know that they okay. they don't only happen in the summer. Okay. And. What happens is, is that eclipses, um, you know, they, 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 in astrology, we talk about polarities, which are opposites. Mm. So for example, Taurus and Scorpio, that's a polarity, they're opposites. And what we're dealing with our eclipse uh, season right now is we're going to have eclipses first, we're going to have one more eclipse in the Gemini Sag Sagittarius polarity, and then we're going to have Cancer, which then is also Cancer and Capricorn. Mm-hmm. So it it just it, it they they I wish I could off the top of my head explain the numbers game. Um, I can tell you that the eclipses that we're going to experience in June will happen again in 19 years. Oh, interesting. Oh, wow. So eclipses are in the same polarities for sometimes 18 to 24 months. So the next few eclipses we're going to have are going to be in this. We're, I believe we're done with the Sagittarius Gemini, and now we're moving in. We're, wrong way. We're, we're finishing up the Cancer and Capricorn, mm-hmm. and then most of the eclipses are then going to shift to be more of that Sag Gemini polarity. Gotcha. So it's, it, it does follow a pattern in terms of it kind of goes in an order backwards. Okay. Um, it's, it will be on the same exact degree in 19 years, but eclipses happen, it just depends on what degree it is um, in terms of if it plays on a person's specific chart. Okay. Okay. Well, that does makes that, sense. Does that clarify yeah, that totally does so everybody that's listening to this that's already thinking about emailing the show asking what it means because your birthday's in an eclipse what you actually want to do is just get a reading from taddy which is taddy yes. at gmail.com you yes. can find her because she's going to be able to explain it in depth by looking at your chart whereas if monica and i look at it we'll be like look at all those pretty symbols i wonder what it means yes so and i want to also just to clarify if you are a Gemini or a Sagittarius, you are not 100% officially going to get fucked by an eclipse. It literally depends on the degree. If you don't know your actual chart, Miss Shawnee here is exactly correct. Hit up Taddy, and Taddy can help you know your exact degrees. 
And there's a lot of Geminis and Sagittarius is that, you know, they're, they're going to know that this eclipse is happening and eclip eclipses aren't great change bringers, but it's not necessarily going to happen on your sign. It just, it depends on when I read the degrees, mm -hmm. if you know your chart, it will then tell you, Hey, it's going to happen on my degree or it's going to happen on my direct planet. Okay. Can I just say, cause I'm sitting here and I'm looking at your little, I can see your book with all of your notes in it. And it looks like some kind of crazy fucking book of shadows, hieroglyphic kind of thing. I'm proud. Yeah, you should do that. Looks witchy as fuck. Like I gotta say, it's so, you know, I, I have a lot in Virgo and Gemini and that means I, I, I enjoy information and I need to write my information down. Mm -hmm. So writing out the symbols, I, that's how I read it. It's, it's like another language. And I, 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 I think that all the work that I've done and for anybody who's interested and, and does do astrology, keep at your hard work because it always will pay off. What the, the more that you get to know what these symbols mean, it just becomes uh, like writing, writing sentences. That's awesome. Yeah. That's super awesome. For sure. All right. So I brought up the themes. Let's jump in. Um, you know, June starts and, you know, we already still have our, these planets uh, in, in retrograde and, you know, specifically having a Venus retrograde. Um, some people may be really questioning and analyzing and really trying to go deep and talking because Venus is retrograde in Gemini. That's a masculine sign. It is all about communication and talking. People are questioning and, and questioning relationships. And if you already are, are having that, keep doing the work. It, it doesn't necessarily mean that this is a time to end every single relationship um, because that could be a little premature because, you know, are you looking at yourself aside from just looking at your relationship? Mm -hmm. um, but I will share that uh, pretty quick here on June 2nd, We've got Venus, which is retrograde, and it's at kind of a harsh angle to Mars. So when you have Venus and Mars together, sometimes that could be a really hot sexual encounter, but sometimes it also can bring up some irritability. So because mm. we are already in a retrograde, just be mindful. You know, you don't necessarily need to jump off, you know, jump off the high dive into raging, you know, with some Mars energy at your relationship, you know, look at it, just be aware that that could happen. Now, the other thing about June 2nd, because we all know that we have good old Mercury, which mm -hmm. goes retrogrades the most in the year. Coming in hot. We're, we got re Mercury retrograde coming in in June. So <sighs> June 2nd, we start that shadow. Oh, fuck my life. What no, a no, shitty no. day. No, no, no. <laughs> No, no, no. Okay, okay. I've had deep my breath. <laughs> We're not going to jump off the high dive. We're going to take a deep breath. Right? Okay. Okay. It's just, hey, I'm just putting it out there. We, that there's things to be mindful of. Okay. Now, pretty quick here on June 3rd, we've got the sun and Venus, which is retrograde, uh, next to each other. Um, usually, you know, the sun and Venus together is, very, is really loving, but because the sun is coming in hot, we've got Venus going in that retrograde. It's just another day to be mindful of, re of relationship and money issues. What day is this? June 3rd. 3rd. Okay, cool. We're, we're coming in. All right. All right. 
So now we've got Eclipse numero uno. We've got our lunar eclipse at 15 degrees Sag. So the moon, okay, this is what I want to say about eclipses. Anytime you have a lunar eclipse, that is a full moon. Anytime you have a solar eclipse, that is a new moon. Mm, okay. A lunar eclipse is a, is a full moon. A solar eclipse is a new moon. What that means is the energy of said new, said full moon or said new moon is times a hundred. Basically, instead of it just being a full moon or a new moon, it's amplified. It's, it's a, if it's a, it's a lot more intense and it can bring a lot more energy. And if you're doing any kind of spell crafting, it's going to amplify the work that you're doing tenfold. Mm. It's an eclipse on crack, or it's a full moon <laughs> on crack. Sorry to talk a little too fast there, but does that make sense? That totally makes sense. So we have our but, first, the first, what's that, Monica? When is the full moon in June? June 5th. June 5th, okay. Is a full moon, which is our lunar eclipse. Mm. Science-wise, what that means is that the Earth is blocking the, the light from the sun from the moon. So it's a perfect alignment of moon, earth, sun. Mm. Solar eclipse, the moon blocks the sun's light from the earth. This is like fourth grade science because that's right. the science I got for you. Like it? Like, like it? it. So, so we have our first eclipse on June 5th. And it's at 15 degrees Sagittarius. So that means the moon is at 15 degrees Sag. The sun is at 15 degrees Sag. Now, when we're talking about eclipses in astrology, what you want to do is if you know your chart and you have your chart, you look at it and you see which houses these eclipses are falling in. So if you have Sagittarius in your second house, that means that full moon is in your second house and the sun is up in your eighth house. So that would be about your money and somebody else's money. So that's just an example of how a lunar eclipse can bring some intensity into yourself. If it's aspecting your planets and, and said such forth. If we were looking at this, um, the June 5th eclipse, just given everything else that the planets are doing, what would you think would be the best kind of magic to work? Just because, I mean, if it is an eclipse, we might as well take advantage of it. Well, what I can say, you know, aside from a person's individual chart, when you have the sun in Sag, that is communication, or the sun's in Gemini, mm -hmm. that's communication, that's writing, that's talking, and that's the sun part of it. The moon part of it would be expansion. Okay. So um, it's a really good time to open your mind to new ideas. It's a really good uh, time to study. Sagittarius loves to study higher thinking. If there's a project that you've been wanting, if you've been wanting to learn a language, if you've been wanting to learn about the history of Russia, dive in and expand your mind. Cool. The reason why Sagittarius is associated with traveling Sure, traveling is fun, Sag is fun, 
but Sag like, Sagittarius likes to expand. And a person can absolutely expand their consciousness through going to a That's why Sagittarius has to do with travel. Now, which is really interesting. Now, right now, that's not necessarily something that we can do because of we're, we're in this really strange plague that yeah. we've never been in before. So, you know, get on the internet and study a country you want to know about. Like, Restaurants on the Edge is my new favorite thing on Netflix. They travel to countries. You get to look at these beautiful countries, and they help out restaurants. That's and cool. It, it's, it's just, you know, try if you, that would be my, my, my advice for that in terms of not knowing anybody's specific chart. Okay, cool. I like that. Does that help everybody? I think so. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, we're going to talk more about eclipses when we get to the next one. Woohoo! Does that sound good with everybody? Party. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. So, we, next, very next day on June 6th, we have the sun in Gemini at a kind of a harsh uh, relationship with Mars which is in Pisces. So after having that energetic flow of a full moon and an eclipse, that kind of could be a day of rest. It could be a day of feeling really tired mm-hmm. and not wanting to exert a lot physically. Okay. So even though it's a Saturday, I mean, it's not like we can go party like we normally do anyways or go out to a bunch of events. It, it may be a, a good day to rest, even though it's a Saturday. Well, plus, like, with everything that's going on the day before, like, rich, ritual hangover to the max, you know, especially if people are going to be right, taking you know, advantage of all that. Let me real quick go back. That eclipse full moon happens at 12, 12 p.m. for Pacific. Okay. So that means that the best time to do a working would be Thursday night. Okay, Because cool. that's when the moon's going to be at its fullest. Cool. It'll be before. Once the moon passes that eclipse, it loses that energy. Okay. So you want to do your working on Thursday, June 4th. Wow. Okay. Okay. So once we hit June 8th, which is Monday, Mercury is beginning to slow down. Mercury is getting ready to stop and retrograde. So we're in the shadow. We have Venus retrograde, we've got other planets, you know, further out planets retrograde, and we're also in between eclipses. Not the best time to start a huge project. I mean, it's one thing if you want to get online and start learning about, I don't know, Mongolia or something, that's one thing, but (laughs) an actual huge project, this may not be the best time to do that. It's a good time to, to, this is internal, even though we're looking at summer, Retrogrades are internally based, especially, um, you know, the lunar eclipse that we just had, eclipses that are lunar tend to be more emotional because they're moon. So we got, we got, we got good old Mercury slowing down. All right. June 11th, we have got the sun at a kind of a harsh angle with Neptune. And we also have the moon at a harsh angle to Venus. So this is a day where dreams are going to be more clear than real life. Sensitivities are going to come up. It's a good time to rest and relax in your heart space. 
because some of these sensitivities are going to bring up some of those, you know, some deep, intimate, personal issues that the Venus retrograde may be bringing you are going to get brought up. And that tends to be a good time to go internally and process that. Okay. Okay. June 2nd. I'm sorry, I can't read. June 12th, <laughs> we have our third quarter, which is at 11.24 p.m. at 22 Pisces. And then, so keep in mind, we're still in between these eclipse cycles. So when you're in between eclipses, it tends to, energy is heightened. Sensitivities are heightened. Now, we have on June, on June 13th, Mars is right next to Neptune. So what that means, uh, and they're both in Pisces. Neptune is, is ruled in Pisces. So what that means is we want to escape in art and meditation. We want to escape into our tarot cards. We don't want to escape into drugs or drinking like a fish. Okay? Because sometimes Pisces... Pisces likes to fantasy land. Um, Pisces does like to not be in reality. And an easy way for people to do that is through a lot of alcohol or a lot of drug use. And that, that's not necessarily the, the best choice. Like, instead, get lost in some other escape. So basically, on the 13th, let's all lean into our Netflix and coloring books. Mm-hmm. And just because we have time and you might be able to order, can we talk about all the awesome coloring books that are just like cuss words? Yeah. Yeah. They're amazing. And, and hi, Jason Momoa has a fucking coloring book now. You can color Jason Momoa's beautiful ass in a bubble bath. Okay. And then you can hang his pictures up around your bed. Yeah. Let's escape into that Uh instead of drinking too much. Yeah. That that sounds wise to me. 100%. That sounds amazing. (laughs) That's a good, I had no idea to color it, but that's amazing. I'm surprised I don't own it yet. I'm just saying. Well, maybe you should get a gift soon. I I think so. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So we're cruising along here and I got good news for everybody. Oh, on June 6th, 17th, Mercury stations and goes retrograde in between the eclipses. Stop, drop, and retrograde. Stop, drop, and retrograde. (laughs) Stop, drop, and retro. Okay. So this Mercury retrograde starts at 14 degrees Cancer, and it will go back. So it goes from June 17th, and it starts at 9.59 p.m. Again, these are all Pacific Coast. You know what? We live in Los Angeles. This is how it rolls. If you live in a different time zone, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, hit me up if you need me to help you with time zones. I'm happy to, but it, for recording, it's all going to be Pacific time. So this Mercury retrograde goes from June 17th to July 12th. July 12th, Mercury will go back to 5 degrees Cancer, and it goes direct at 12. I would just like to share that what it looks like is 12.69 p.m., so maybe maybe that'll be a good way to end the retrograde right right you're already you retrograded all over that paper just now yeah i i don't even know it it, let's just say 12 30 and i'll i'll put it out on the instagram i'm sorry (laughs) so while we're talking about the mercury retrograde because i forget where i saw it but it said that 
Venus was going to go direct the same day that Mercury. It's not the same day. Okay. We're, <laughs> we're going to get to the direct, the Venus direct day. Okay. That's not the same day. Do you mean to tell me that we're, all right, I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy here, but I'm just, I'm going to just go there real quick. Do you mean to fucking tell me that we have to deal with Venus retrograde and Mercury retrograde at the same time? And Ugh. people? Yes. Ah. Ugh, I, I can't believe Venus is still in retrograde all the way through July. Oh my God. Last longer, it's 40 days. Ugh, 40 God. Days. So, so here's the deal. Remember, Venus retrograde is exactly like Mercury retrograde. Practice your re-words instead of your unfucked words. No, see, I already figured it all out. Okay. Because you put all that stuff together, and can I just say, like, I don't know about the rest of you guys listening, if there's any people out there that are children of Venus, but I feel like the Venus retrograde just hits me a little bit harder, because it's like my mom's not fucking talking to me. That makes sense. So, on the 13th, we have a day that's good for studying, right? Yes. Things. So, what I'm going to be studying on the 13th is where the nearest pig farm is, because at some point, while we have both of those things direct, we're probably going to cut a bitch, maybe have to dispose of a body. <laughs> That's, that, 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 comes, <laughs> that comes from your liking Italian mobster movies. Yeah, pig farm, yeah. You know, yeah. pig farms, uh, uh, cement shoes, like, it's all there. Like, Joe Pesci's my fucking spirit animal. Hey. <laughs> so, you know, I'll help you to the end of, to the end of hell and back if I need to. Ricky, I need you to edit all of this out. Also, don't listen to it because I might be planning your murder. Oh. Love you, darling. Love you, Ricky. <laughs> oh, my okay. God. <clears throat> We've got these retrogrades happening and God. coming up now again, Pacific time on Saturday the 20th, which is our, you know, our summer solstice Woo-hoo! because it happens late. It's, it's very late. Um, that eclipse, the, the solar eclipse happens on summer solstice. Which oh, wow. You're the only ones because of the time zones. Like time is weird. For most people in the country, and you're probably going to, you know, if you celebrate your um, summer solstice, a lot of people will in the country will celebrate on the 21st, which is also Father's Day. Okay. But the solar eclipse happens at 11.41 p.m., zero degrees cancer. Okay. Okay. So that means the sun is at zero degrees cancer. The moon is at zero degrees cancer. So that's... Hmm eclipse is happening for see we're not going to be able to see it that's yeah. another thing this is what the now when an eclipse happens over the united states like happened in 2017 a lot of people felt that one a lot more because it was right above us right this one is happening halfway around the world it's starting in the like the arabian peninsula and going up through into india we will not be able to see it we will still feel it. And mm. if you're a zero degrees Cancer or Aries or Capricorn, <coughs> you're going to feel that that eclipse. All you guys that fall into that, y'all have my sympathy because the 2017 one was, was very intense. But you did not list my signs, so I am, I am okay with this. Good deal. Yeah. All right. So um, I'm going to go ahead and finish the month, and we're going to talk some more about eclipses. Dig it. Dig it. Dig it. Um, so on the 21st, as I said, that was Father's Day, and for a lot of people it is the summer solstice. I just want to point out that the energy that day could be really emotional and some, some old wounds could be coming up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for people that Father's Day isn't really 
cherish, there isn't something that you want to celebrate, don't. Don't feel, don't feel pressure to do something that you don't feel because this is an internal time. We have, like I said, we've got, at this point, we have five planets retrograde, including Venus. Venus is all about love. Mercury is misconnections and miscommunications. If there are issues, you, have, you know, some people don't have the best relationship with their father. I'm really sorry for you to have that experience, but ignore the Facebook where everybody posts the picture of their amazing dad. Like do something that really is going to heal your own heart. Yeah. And it's going to make you feel loved because um, that day could be a little on the um, emotive side. And so do what you need to do for yourself. I think what crystals do you think would be good that day, Monica? I'm thinking rose quartz for just, like, emotional mm -hmm. support. But maybe even, like, rhodonite for, like, some self-healing? Yeah, I would go with that. Because rose quartz might bring up more emotions than you want at that point. True. You know, because it, it can go either way. It could bring up, you know, past emotions or, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it could bring up some, some dirt from the past. Yeah. So yeah, road and night might be good. And then just because it's it's Father's Day and a lot of people are going to be celebrating the solstice, I'd even say maybe just rock some sunstone, just get that solar energy to kind of match everything else going on that day. Yeah, to pump it up a little bit to make you like sunny and happy. Maybe. Yeah, you know? for, for most of the people in the United States, the timing of that solar eclipse is anywhere from 11.41 to what, like 2 or 3.41? So it's going to be in the middle of the night. So the sun will be the sun will be back out. The the sun won't be blocked by the moon anymore. Yeah. So I'm um, really relishing in the sun, and a lot of us haven't had too much sun time because we've been indoors. So um, celebrate that part of it, like you're suggesting. I think would be really beneficial. Cool. All right. So the very next day, June 22nd, Neptune is going to station and go retrograde. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, and that'll I mean now again, Neptune is one of the further out planets. Okay. That will be retrograde until Ju uh, November twenty eighth. But the point I'm trying to make is is that it's another the days where planets station and retrograde or station and go direct, they're they're kind of a energetic uh, they're just they're energetic and um, this could bring up some confusion, uh, some some fog, because Neptune, while spiritual, because it's going to station and go retrograde, the other side of Neptune is confusion and fog. So, you know, that would be a day to, to try to, to, it may not be the easiest thing, but something, trying to focus on something that you really like was mm -hmm. going to be easier than getting swept away by the fog, basically. Cool. I can do that. So, twenty second, I'll be focusing on embroidering uh, dirty words. In this yeah. Time. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> that, so that's that's Monday. All right. So your question about Venus. Mm -hmm. Venus goes stations and goes direct on Wednesday the twenty fourth. All right. And that'll happen at eleven forty p.m. Okay. So basically Thursday, kind of. Um, yes. And now the other thing that I want to point out is the day that Venus – Venus is going to be pretty much stationed all day on Wednesday the 24th 
and we have a moon void, of course, all day. So Wednesday the 24th is not going to be a super active day. Cool. And you can wake up on the 25th refreshed. We got Venus going direct again. Love it. Okay. I'm going to just, I'm going to throw myself a little, like, tea party for me and my dogs that day. It's going to be marvelous. It's going to be marvelous. So we're coming up. Um, We have one more moon activity. On the 28th, we've got our first quarter. That'll happen at 7 degrees Libra at 11, excuse me, 1.16 a.m. Now we've got our our last thing to talk our yeah our last thing to talk about is on the 29th when I was suggesting that intensity is the theme for the month we have the planet Jupiter which is retrograde going right next to Pluto which is retrograde now the last time that this happened was on March 29th we talked about this early before we knew that we were going on lockdown and how much activity it was it things weren't active in in a sense of people were busy 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 but the intensity of being on lockdown was definitely felt by march 29th yeah jupiter and pluto are at that same 24 degrees capricorn 24 degrees capricorn is a big hot spot this year because in January, we had Saturn and Pluto at 24 degrees Capricorn. This, These planets, Jupiter and Pluto, were at 24 degrees Capricorn on March 29th, and now again on June 29th. Okay. This is why I say intensity is one of the themes for June. Jupiter and Pluto together. When you have June, Jupiter and Pluto together in a person's chart, it makes them extremely powerful extremely magnificent and you've got people like i mean i know he's in a lot of i'm going to use a different example people like steve jobs people who are like big ceos have pluto and jupiter conjunct and people really powerful there's some you know famous powerful witches have this have these two things conjunct it makes them really dynamic um now societally i'm just pointing out as intensity is i know i keep using the same word but i you know i don't have themes i don't i don't think there's another word for being in the first pandemic in a hundred years and it being confusing and not not know not knowing what's in our future and feeling things intensely um i just that's part of why we've got intensity as a theme. Mm-hmm. That's another reason besides the eclipses. Okay. Okay. Like intensity is the word of the day. Yes. So basically, what I want to say about June is most of June, we have four planets in retrograde. And that's that's kind of like status quo. That's not that big of a deal. However, on June 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, we have six planets retrograde. And then for the rest of the of the month, we have five planets in retrograde. So a lot of them are, are planets that are further out, but because we we had Venus retrograde most of June, you know, we're still focused on relationships and money, um, people having to really think about what that means, you know, how much money do I have, and, you know, things have been changed because right. of the pandemic. 
And then we're finishing out the month with Mercury and Metrograde. So it's a good you know, revisit, you know, re revamp, reassess, and just be, be careful with your words. Um, the last day, June 30th, we have the sun and cancer conjunct a retrograde Mercury and cancer. And, you know, cancer, the good qualities of cancer are nurturing. They're really, you can trust them about security. They like to make you food. But, you know, unfortunately, another part of cancer, it can be occasionally, and this is said with the, the most reverence to cancer, sometimes it's a bit crabby. I mean, they're the crab. Have you seen the gif of, of the crab with the knife? That's, that could be that June 30th. People could be a little, little short with their words. Little crabby crab babies. No, little, just yeah. kidding. Just kidding. I'm so just, just putting that out there. <laughs> Okay. Um, so what I want to say, I want to talk about the eclipses just a little bit longer, um, because we all know that we have our eclipse on June 5th, our lunar eclipse. We have our solar eclipse on June 20th, and then the next eclipse is on July 4th at, and that's again, Pacific time, 9.44 PM. Oh, it's on the 4th, not the 5th? It's oh. the 4th for okay. us, because it's 9.44 PM. Okay, okay. It's at 13 degrees Capricorn. Eclipses. What I want you to think about eclipses is I want you to listen to the words of the Brady family nurse. When it's time to change, you have to rearrange who you are and what you want to be. Now I know that's silly, but those words are brilliant. Yeah. Eclipses are the change bringers. Now, the solar eclipses tend to change things more viscerally and in the mundane world. Mm -hmm. uh, lunar eclipses are more emotional because the, the, the moon is the full. <clears throat> and I just want everybody to understand, and it is really helpful if you do want to get your chart done, to be aware of what houses the eclipse fall in because Eclipses, like I said, are magnified by 10 over a full moon, and they're putting a microscope into certain areas in your life. Now, if you have the, if an eclipse touches your sun, your moon, or your ascendant, those are, those are the main three, those are the big change, that's a big change. But even if an eclipse it doesn't touch on your actual chart, it's happening in houses and will like be aware for messages, be aware that things are changing, be aware that people in your life could change, somebody that you worked with could leave. It it's just it's it it tends to to lunar eclipses tend to end things and solar eclipses tend to bring in. So it's, it's just, um, as witches, we all know that change is the name of our game. Right. And that's why I use this silly ditty of the family Brady, <laughs> because it is brilliant. Like, yeah. we all want to change who we are and what we want to be. And if you don't want to change, then how are you going to cultivate and, and stir the pot, use these, use these energies of the moon to your advantage? to keep stoking your fires and to maybe keep things from changing. 
I don't know if that's possible, but it's... Well, I think as witches, though, it's important to embrace change and lean into it. Yes. And, you know, if if you're looking at your life and, like, I don't want it to change, that's cool, but I'm sure there's at least small elements that you do want to change, or if not, maybe it's time to shift that energy and you know something's got to change, go rearrange your house. Like, it doesn't have to be your entire life. Like, you're a witch, use your power, and put that change somewhere else. That's exactly it. Because if you do, actually, if you sit there and say, well, I don't want to change anything, that eclipse will take care of that for you. Oh, yeah. And you never want the universe to do something for you because you're going to get kicked in the teeth. Yep, yep. Better off doing it yourself, for sure. Yeah. I didn't say that, but yeah. I said it, and I say it again. You're yeah. going to get kicked in the teeth. Yeah, it's way better to put magic behind mm-hmm. this energy and shift the change in ways that you think will help benefit you than to wait and see what happens. Right. Yeah. But on the other hand, do be aware, because sometimes these eclipses, you know, and it's a few days before and a few days after is when, when the actual, when things happen, and they do tend to run... If nothing happens the day of the eclipse, it actually can take up to six months before that next eclipse cycle starts. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Things. Eclipses put put. Eclipses put change into motion, and you will feel it if not immediately, you know, around the corner. Okay. So, as much as we've spent time on eclipses. I'll real quick let you know the moon magic days, because we've been talking a lot about the moon this month. Mm-hmm. On Friday, June 5th, we got our full, which is a lunar eclipse, 15 Sag at 12, 12 p.m. Friday, June 12th, we have our third quarter at 22 Pisces at 11, 24 p.m. We have our new moon, which is a solar eclipse, on Saturday, June 20th at 1141 p.m., zero degrees Cancer. And then we have our first quarter on Sunday, June 28th at 7 degrees Cancer at 1.16 a.m. Oh, it's 1.16. See, before oh. it looks like 11.69. <laughs> that's, that's helpful. Thank you for reading that. My readers are on my head. <laughs> hey, I, I, I aim to please. Um, but when we were talking about um, June 5th, you did mention that since it's during the afternoon where we are so the good full moon magic would actually like do it on Thursday, right? Thursday the fourth. Yes. I do have one question about retrogrades and I I think I know the answer. Um, someone asked me recently, like, why is, um, why is it that like Venus doesn't go into retrograde as often as Mercury? How come it lasts longer? All of these things. And I, it's the order of the planets. Like what's further out? It has to do with them being further from the sun. Mercury yeah. is so close to the sun. So he moves faster. He moves faster. Okay. And so it's just a few weeks. But it happens more often. Right. But, you know, and then Venus happens more often than Mars. Yeah. So, it, it, and that's why when we talk about, you know, Neptune or Pluto, they last for like half the year. Yeah, because they're so far out in their orbit. It, that's that's the science. That's the science of this being a metaphysical science. Gotcha. I like that. Okay, that's what I figured it had to do with is where they were in our solar system. But I just wanted to double check. And what it, it yes, it has to do not necessarily with the order, but with their orbit. How far out they are in their yeah. orbit. Okay, cool. Because if because you, you think about it, Mercury and Venus are closer than us. True. 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 Okay. 
what's really cool, which I would love to share, and maybe we can um, discuss this, um, you know, in the next Venus retrograde, the one planet that doesn't have a direct circular orbit is Venus. And Venus only goes retrograde in five signs because Venus has this really interesting orbit that it actually makes a pentagram and it takes 40 years, which oh. means has a lot of numbers to it. Yeah. Eight, five, and then 40. So Venus makes a pentagram in the sky when it does its, when it finishes its whole orbit. Yeah, like if you actually saw it, you could trace it out. And it, because it touches five different spots on the horizon, that's why five is one of the sacred numbers. That is correct, exactly. I don't know much about astrology, and I've never been interested in space because, hi, I don't do aliens, but I do know a couple things about Venus. That's, I, I thought that was cool. When I yeah, it's, it's fascinating, if you think about it, that Venus only goes retrograde in five signs. Right. It doesn't happen in every sign. Yeah. It's so cool. There, there's something really mystical to that, mm -hmm. and that's... You know, maybe that'll be something, you know, at the next Venus retrograde, which I, I don't think will happen. It doesn't happen necessarily every year, every other year. Cool. So next time, we'll talk about that pentagram pattern that it makes. That's awesome. Well, I'm hoping that next year, hopefully, will be a lot nicer to us. Yeah. We'll see a while. Just placing my order now, universe. Yeah. Well, we'll be, yes. we should be well enough past that. I think that 24 degrees Capricorn spot with the... January coming in with a bang with Saturn and Pluto, which is all about restructuring mm -hmm. society, which, hello, that's, yeah. we're in the middle of that right now. Yeah. Um, I think that we'll be a year past that. Um, we're going to have, I know that the year starts really juicy because Jupiter and Saturn are conjunct, which is much more helpful or maybe easier than Saturn and Pluto being conjunct. Okay, so that'll that'll start um, early next 2021. All right, all right. Let's worry about 2021 when we get there. Yeah, that's because a good point. you know we're still trying to juggle 2020. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we spent half of 2020, almost half of isolation. So it's like the months are going by, and like, really, it's going to be 2021 before you know it. So. True. True. Yeah. True. True. Well, um, you know, how long, how long, much longer? I, you know, I, I wish that my slash planets were to whisper clear messages to me. Um, but I just, I know that there's other stuff coming up later in the year. And I, I, I see that we're probably going to get a teeny bit of a reprieve in the summer. But I really do think we're going to have to lock down again in the fall. Yeah, I really do. So I, and that's astrologically and also just because I, you know, sorry, I'd rather listen to science than some orange man touting medication that is not correct. All I like saying, science. Yeah, no, science, science wins. Yeah. However, let me just say this right now. If we get locked down and I lose Halloween, I am setting everything on fire. <laughs> oh, God. I hope. The way that I will help you is that I will call the firemen <laughs> and, and say, come over to my house, and then we'll go to put out Shauna's fire. Oh, my God. 
<clears throat> yeah, let's hope that this is passed by then. God, yes. <laughs> I feel like all I did was talk about violent things for this whole episode. It's I'm okay. like, passive no. aggressively threatened to kill my husband, and your your <laughs> your patron is is retrograde. <laughs> You're okay. Both of them, yeah. Pluto and Venus. Yes. Fuck! I just realized that. No wonder life is so sideways, huh? All right, all right. Yeah. I'll deal. I'll deal just means more coffee it's just yeah. it's gonna be one of those high coffee ones um, <laughs> all right so what do you guys think do you, how do you guys feel about these eclipses i mean i think that they're probably gonna be intense but i think like when you know that you can try and prepare yourself right and actually in terms of doing work for eclipses it's really good to start before june 5th so as soon as we get this up you know, start, if you know your chart, figure out where these eclipses are happening in your chart or, you know, message good old Taddy here and, you know, I can help you out and we'll figure it out because it's, it's good. It's good to take the reins of change and it's good to take the reins of intensity to your benefit. Like we said, um, instead of like waiting to see what could, ha what could happen. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I think it still gives us enough time to prep and kind of figure mm -hmm. some stuff out. What do you think, Monica? I think um, being a very intense sign and an intense person, the intensity is going to be intense. That's all I could say. I mean, I'm already intense, so. What, I, it, which I can relate to that. I, I can relate to being an intense person. So what, yeah. I, I mean, when we talked about intensity in March, because that Pluto, Jupiter and Pluto amps things. Right. Um, it makes things, you know, Jupiter makes things bigger. So what were, what was some of the things we talked about to calm intensity? Did we talk about like salt baths? Or? I think we did. And Monica and I actually created one um, that you can order through the Green Man store. And it's called the Chill the Fuck Out Bath. Let's get, let's, let's get the Chill the Fuck Out Bath. Yeah. We oh, and yeah. And I actually took some home and I gave it a spin. And you know what? It was real nice. It was real nice. I was pleased. Very good. Yeah. All about it. So, yeah, we, we came up with the chill the fuck out bath. There's, um, you know, lavender oil is a really huge one. I'm a really huge fan of chamomile. Yeah. Like, just stick it in your mouth, drink it, smell it. It smells lovely. I don't feel like people talk enough about how nice chamomile flowers Yeah, chamomile is wonderful. I think chamomile is wonderful. Yeah. I use chamomile a lot. So, what do you think about like using maybe like blue tiger's eye because it slows you down? Mm. Slowing down doesn't necessarily mean chilling out. It yeah. Might so, but or moonstone. Moonstone. What about some hematite just to ground your ass? Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Trust the air sign to just completely disregard grounding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, anything grounding is going to be helpful. You know, yeah. hopefully we can go outside more, hug some trees. Yeah. yeah. Hugging trees. I, I, I don't care if it's, you know, I still get made made fun of that I'm a hippie from my relatives in Oklahoma. Like, it is instant grounding. It really is. Yes. It's wonderful. It is. Yeah. Trees and rocks can handle human emotion, and they can help transmute it and calm it down. Yeah. That's why walking and taking a walk in the woods calms everybody down. That's why people and my kids, when they were younger and they were all crazy, I would say, okay, let's go. 
take a walk in the woods to calm everybody right down within 15 minutes. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. There you go. Well, um, yeah, no, that'll totally do it. Yeah. Just once you're in nature, but we don't, we kind of have woods here. We have some badass hiking trails. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's so yeah, so we can still we can still do that. They're really, you know, what really calms me down, and maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm weird. Cemetery. Cemetery is the most peaceful place on the planet for me. Mm. It's just. I rather so walk in the woods. Actually, I used to walk in cemeteries when I was younger, but I rather walk in the woods. I like to see life, you know, around me. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I love our dynamic here. You're like, I want to go see the living. I'm like, I'm gonna go kick it with the dead. Yeah. yeah. So I get that. Okay. So I just, I, I have this idea percolating in me. Uh -huh. um, for anybody that wants to, for anybody who knows exactly what kind of spell they want to do with the eclipses, I recommend making sun tea. Okay. Oh. Awesome. Because... It's, for one thing, it's June, and it, you know, it, it, we, most people are going to find there is going to be some sun. Right. And making a charge, you know, a lot of people will charge water, but if you charge that tea in the sunlight and then drink it, that's just oh, yeah. going to help you. That's fabulous. That's going to help you with your, the spell working that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I yeah. love that. I think that's a really, and especially, um, you know, that solar eclipse on the 20th or 21st, depending on where you are, you know, the sun is going to be blocked by the moon, which is a very powerful dynamic. So even though you're still going to get your sun tea, because the sun's still going to be out, the energy of that day is going to have that moon element so into it. So it's like sun tea with moon water. It's sun tea with moon water. I love that. Yeah. So would you say then, um, trying some of the tea that herbs correspond with the sun or like are ruled by a certain sign or just whatever tea what you, I, mean, I mean whatever you're whatever you want to drink cool. I mean you know some people I, I mean I know I grew up with sun I mean my mom is a tea like black like Lipton yeah. tea that's what she drinks and it's still Lipton tea to this day and I, I even have sun Lipton bags Cute. Um, I would probably even just do that just to, just to drink it in you okay. know but if you know, if you want to throw in some of, you know, we were just when we were talking about other, other flavors that we were discussing. I mean, if you want to bring in more of a mellower element, and you wanted to use the chamomile. Mm -hmm. I say it's your, it, it's your working. You do what you want to do. Do you? I like it. That's a really excellent idea. I know what I'm gonna be doing for the, for the um, eclipse. I I had to really look for that word, even though that's like we've been repeating that constantly for the last hour. Yes, it's okay. It just makes us time for it. It is. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's uh, a lot of our June. I love it. Yeah, it's jam packed. Hot seat. Jam packed. Okay. I'm putting you in the hot seat, Mon. For what? I'm gonna put you in the hot seat for um for the shout out. out. I haven't thought about mine yet. Who's your shout out? I'm shouting out to Taddy because she's going through transition and change, and I want to wish her all the best and tell her I love her and good luck. Oh my and God. Actually, I was thinking that you were going to be my shout-out, too. So we're just going to well, shout it out to you. you know what's funny? <laughs> I have three shout-outs. Let's okay. do it. My first shout-out was to Monica. <laughs> oh, my God. How funny. Because you really helped me. You really helped me. We had a conversation that was really 
amazing and you you set some things at ease that were you know i i have some worry in in my in my soul and i have to let that go and right. talking to monica a lot of the worry went away beautiful oh good and, i'm so happy and my mashana here has been <laughs> one of two people because of the whole you know when you're moving you're used to having a bunch of people over to come help and that's just not an option i've had um, I've had Shauna coming over with her little face mask while I had mine on, helping me pack up my altar stuff. And then my third, my other helper is Robert. Ah, uh, okay. Buggy, buggy, Robert. And Robert now has my uh, amazing red glittery shoes. I'm so thankful <laughs> I don't have to move those damn things for the eight hundredth time. They're they're yours, Robert. I can't wait to see you dance in them. He's gonna be fierce as fuck in them. Yeah, so I had a lot of shout outs for this because this is um I've always known that this transition was coming, but it doesn't make it any easier when you're going in the middle of a big transition. Absolutely not. Right. And have your all of your like love and like just like I've been sitting here crying and Shauna's like, it's gonna be good. Robert's like, it's gonna be good. And then, <laughs> then we keep packing and I'm I'm almost done. Like it's, it's yeah. all gonna work out. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Love good luck you. to you. We love you. Taddy loves yeah. you. And we love everyone that's listening. We know that everyone is going through it. And I saw this post online somewhere and it really made a lot of sense. And one of my friends actually brought it to my attention. So up Courtney um but what she said it said um we're all in the same storm but we're all in our own boat mm. you know and that really made a lot of sense because we're all going through this but all of us you know we got our own things going on so we're all dealing with this differently and I feel like we're starting to sink into this being our normal right now you know um which I'm kind of glad that we're just accepting it as the normal right now so that we can try and function but guys keep doing what you're doing and as long as you're doing the best that you can even if you don't think it's an awesome job as long as it's the best that you can we're proud of you so just yeah. keep it up and we will we will just get through this because that's what's up we're fucking focused we're strong and we, we yeah persevere. and whatever you are doing to get through this you're doing what's right by you yeah if you're sleeping a lot more keep sleeping a lot more there is nothing wrong with that yeah right Thing you're doing you're doing right by you exactly yeah take advantage of the time you can spend with your family in the house and the kids and the pets because you know as time goes on it will be resuming back to almost normal to where we used to be and so take advantage of this time just to to spend time with the loved ones and appreciate the time you have off do sleep in maybe a little later you know you know yeah. and to be honest with you um usually when all these retrogrades are happening everybody's at work people right. are still working obviously and people but, but being able to be at home during this is actually a gift yeah right. yeah it really it, that's it is. true it really really is yeah so well they, thanks for letting me I, I love eclipses i i really enjoy what they bring i i mean even when they've done just really really crazy change in my life like they're a fascinating astrological phenomenon so i'm really happy i got to share that with everybody and if anybody else is as geeked out about eclipses as i am hit me up yeah. hit up chatty mccoy at gmail.com and on that note mary meets mary part and, and mary meet again